Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of an X Podcast, and I'm your host, Lama. I'd like to thank y'all all for tuning in as each and every week. I bring you an episode of somebody talking about their ex. This week, we have to episode 60, and it features singer and songwriter Hollywood Anderson. But before we jump into that, let's talk about last episode. Episode 59 featuring Ray Boom, Soraya, was a good one. It was a good one. I randomly picked her, and oh my, it was a story that touched a lot of people. And I was so happy that she was able to be transparent and honest about her situation. It was tough to hear because I knew the person, but man, I'm glad she's over that situation and managed to find herself again because it was hard for me to just sit there and hear her talk about some of the things that she wanted to do to herself, to the baby. And even seeing the kid play around, it was like, man, he he wouldn't be here. Like, He's lucky to be here. It was a tough, tough story, and um, I'm just so proud that she was able to tell it. Now, this week, we feature Hollywood Anderson. He's a singer and songwriter. Some of you may see him on American Idol or online singing. He had music online. I'm not going to lie. I never heard his music before this, but after the podcast was over, he let me hear some, some songs, and I'm like, yo, this dude is mad talented. Now, a first impression, you would not get that because he's so funny, goofy, and, and just the life of the party type of guy and um you just just wanted to know like oh this guy could sing really good or he could play an instrument really good but it was cool to see that in person and get to know him a little bit better through his story and i was glad that he came up to the plate because i put a post out asking for more men to do my podcast it said something like if he was 25 and up um and you've been through a traumatic situation come on the podcast and he signed up and i was not expecting what i heard like this lovable guy and, and, and teddy bear looking guy had a toxic side to him. And y'all will hear that in the story. And I had a few jokes because he messed with a girl in the Bronx. And being from New York, you just know, like, that's a no-no. And he's from Orlando. And it's like Florida and Bronx. They tell you, Charlamagne will tell you, those don't combine. <laughs> and this story is one of those that you'd be like, man, why was you in this situation? But I'll let Hollywood tell it. I'm going to get off of this. If you are a fan of this podcast and you haven't rated the podcast, go on Apple Podcast app and rate and review the podcast if you can. And also, I have new merch dropping soon. It's my My Peace Matters shirt, and it was inspired by my bum-ass job and some of the people I was dealing with. And I just needed something as a reminder, so I created that. And it's a t-shirt in both black and white that will be available soon, so be on the lookout for that. If you like it, let me know. Cop it. And send me pictures of how you how it looks on you, all of that. And if you like this episode or other previous episodes, please text me or hit the IG, use the hashtag views of the next on Twitter. I will be looking at that and I will post it. So enjoy. I will see y'all next week with a new episode. Bye. Hollywood, stay with the snacks. What's a fact? Snack man, snack man, yeah, that's me. All right, let me get your question here. How you feeling though? I'm feeling good. How you doing, Daylon? You got me here late. You had to uh, do some things. Pop star, <laughs> pop star lifestyle. <laughs> Might not make it. Now, how long have you been back in New York? My nigga, I've been back in New York since like today's today. So I yeah. say I've been here for 
Four days I've been back. And where you was at before this? I was in Atlanta. All right. You like it out there? Oh, I fuck with some cool people. Shout out to all the YSL homies. I can choose to live there. To, I, I to, can the, to the squad at Super I can transfer my job there, but I don't know if I want to go there. Like bad luck. They robbing niggas. They especially people from New York because we advanced. So they 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 see us and be like, yeah, let me get him. So I don't know. I don't know about. It's a little different, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but you chose to come on the podcast, so I asked men to come on my podcast because it's hard to get men on my podcast to just talk about. Their personal life. Mm-hmm. So I put out a post, asked for men over 25 to come on the podcast to talk about a traumatic experience they had. Somebody sent me that post. Yeah. So Ariana sent it to you. Big Ari. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, yeah, I sent it to a few guys that I need, that I think need to, to speak on their drinks. So she sent it to you. I kind of know why she sent it to you. You know. Just being nosy probably. It's just perfect because I got an album coming out and some yeah. of this shit, I don't necessarily get into like. I get into some of my that's I'm in my lover boy bag, but I'm also part of me is like in my toxic poppy bag. And I've done some things good and bad. And I think we'll get to that in this pod. All right, all right, all right. So before we start, tell the people who you are. Cause all right, let me let me let me explain how we know each other. So Ariana Faust, she does a uh, uh, a morning show on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And she has random people on the stage, and she ended up keeping a select few. Just so yeah. we can be familiar with each other and stuff like that. So I've been on there since the beginning. I just don't talk that much because I'm at work. But um, you're popping here, here and out, and you became a familiar face. So when you do come in there, it's like, all right, Hollywood is here. This nigga about to say who he know. He's long winded. He goes, <laughs> like, <laughs> not even, bro. I don't even be flexing on clubhouse. That's crazy. No, but you you do the clubhouse shit. You know, like, yeah, so. Yeah, if a, nigga, if a nigga try to get spicy on me, I will sit him down. That's a fact. So I was like, all right, here Hollywood goes. So that, that's been the, the inside joke for me because it's like yeah. Hollywood know everybody. I do. <laughs> so it's like, all right. We Shout talk- out to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, we talking about this topic. It could be about police reform or some shit. Hollywood, come on. Yeah, I know this person. I know that per- You know, I know Judge. I'm like, yo, this Catch nigga Catch me know- at the march, nigga. <laughs> Catch me at the march. So... It's became, it became like a cool, cool, familiar like like. It's definitely everybody's on there for like for like talking their shit, and we all know each other. Like it's it's been cool now. So um, she sent it to you, and I was like, cool, because I want to know more about him. Because I see you got a blue check, but I didn't know who you was. Yeah. So I did a little research. I'm like, oh, he's been on American Idol. He can sing. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yes, so sir. tell tell people a little bit about yourself, man. I'm. I'm I'm, 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 my name's Hollywood Anderson. I'm from Orlando. I'm a little bit of a masochist. I'm yeah. a little bit of toxic poppy. I'm oh a little bit God. of fat Here boy living like he's skinny. You know, saying tender poppy, you can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, I write songs, man. The good ones, the bad ones, the worst ones, and the great ones. And uh, I'm just blessed to make noise for a living. I'm blessed that people receive my art into their hearts, whether it's one person or a million. I'm always hyped that niggas mm. support my shit. So uh, this is a great opportunity. Shout out to Big Ari, you know. What yeah. Saying? Shout That's out good. to the whole everybody that live on that stage. I didn't even know she did that until you hit me up. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, no, she, she. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm smoking this <laughs> smoking clip. Some shit. I'm All smoking right. this clip, but it's hella grava in it. So, <laughs> do you smoke? A little bit. Here, if it's past, I'm gonna smoke it. But okay, well then you can hit the clip too. <laughs> we can be here clipped out together. We can be here clipped out together. Hood shit. Ain't no fun if the hummus can't have none. But yeah, man, I just make music. I moved to New York when I was like 18, 19 years old. I spent my whole adult life here. I got started off in the shelters. 
Bellevue Covenant House. And, you know, I just worked my way from nothing, slept on trains. You know, this is also part of the reason why when I'm in love, it's hard to no, love me, no, even though we own it. It's even though we, since we already own it, this is my 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 beginnings in New York. Why it's hard for me to really be in love because I kind of don't take shit. Yeah, because I've dealt with New York at a level that most people would never. So my ability to be comfortable or sane in moments where most people would panic or you know some other shit is second to none. Yeah. But not only that, my ability to understand what like perseverance do. What shutting the hell up, sticking to the pen. That's the first thing that pop up when when you search your name. It's like he became homeless and made it singing. Yeah, in the streets. You know, I'm gonna get back to busking this summer. I love the people. I could be a billionaire and still find somewhere to go chill and just sit down, play my guitar for the people. So that's good. That's a good thing. I I love what I do, man. Talk about your um American Idol run. How was that? That came up too. It was like you made J Lo cry. No, the Idol run was cool. It was fun. It was a blast. It was lit. Uh, you know, it was cool, man. I I made great friends, you know, got people I love. Shout out to all the executive producers from my idol, because mm-hmm. they really control yeah. the show. Maybe I'm not supposed to say that out loud, but I'll say that. I, I didn't know but that. y'all nice people, you know, y'all changed my life. Shout out to Jen, because her tears, one million percent, changed yeah. my life. Them shit's paying my right? bills. It went viral. I woke up in a New York Daily. I, I went viral the same weekend as the Super Bowl, like, type shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What so, year was this? What year was this? This is some years ago, like six, seven years ago, maybe five, six years ago, some shit like that. But I went viral. I think the newspaper article might be upstairs, yeah. but I went viral like the same week as the Super Bowl, the same weekend That's the Super tough. Bowl type shit. Yeah. So, you know, they do like the Super Bowl halftime show. I want to say it was like Beyonce yeah. and Bruno or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the cover of New York Daily News, it's me with like a red hat on, my guitar sitting there. On a, oh, that that tough. shit was crazy. That's, so, that's the first thing that. It was like it was like mad articles of the same thing. I'm like, damn, make J Lo cry. Yeah, no, All right, was, he must can sing. But the thing that was dope about it is because of the way I played in New York City, I knew people. I had sung to people from all over the city, all over the diaspora. Yeah. I tell people all the time, and ain't too many people on planet Earth who sung in front of more people than me, mm. or any busker for yeah, that yeah. matter. But for me in particular, because when I first started busking, I was singing like. Damn, I go to school. Now explain what busking is, because a lot of people don't know what when that is. When you busking, that's like playing in public for chicken, and you just sing your shit. Your shit's yeah. hot. The people going to bless you, throw you some bread. Yeah. Your shit's whack. Your hat going to stay empty. Your case <laughs> going to stay empty. Now, that's a New York thing. So if you go to like 42nd Street, the people don't have to be, they're not necessarily homeless. They just want to play their music. And MTA yeah. did a thing where they... Do, well, I never fuck with the MTA because they can't get no 411 on this black man. <laughs> they can't get no info on me. So yeah, they yeah, that's a known thing. You just be like on the on the yeah, um on, on the, the train subways. platform, yeah. New York, um, You see a lot of talent. Oh, Kelly started like that, but I can't say that one. But you gotta yeah. edit that out. They can cancel you on Ariana Show. Uh <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, New York, London, Berlin, Paris, yeah, yeah. Stockholm. Uh, what what's some other cities that got good busking cultures? L.A. Yeah. Uh, you know, these these in New York City especially set a precedent yeah. for what it is to go yeah. outside and be great. Yeah. And so it's been some shout out to like uh, uh, Infinity Song who signed the Rock Nation. New kids were singing in the wow. park and Tori Kelly showed up on them, changed their life. You know, the Boy family. Uh, that's that's they they go by uh, Infinity Song. Victoria Boy wrote a lot of them songs that's on that Jesus is King album. Yeah. Uh, you know, these cats come out of singing as brothers and sisters singing in the yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, singing in the that's parks tough. and trains. So so when it comes to this music shit, you just gotta work your shit how you work your shit. Yeah. And that's how I got into it. New York City broke me in, man. Shout out to Norm, who's my god pops. I was at Cove 
And my nigga Norm, we ran a half marathon together, me and Pops did. I came to his office like a week later. He had a guitar for me. It was a Fender Squire, which is a learner's guitar, beginner's guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I got into that guitar, I played that shit. Then I had went to, I got put out of there. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's like you can only stay at the shelter but for so long. And then I went yeah. to a, like another shelter that was like an adult shelter, 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 another type shit. And niggas stole my guitar. I was hiding it at a work site across the street. Yeah. And I wake up at five o'clock in the morning just to go get my guitar because I want to allow. Yeah, this is a different type of struggle. Yeah, yeah, because you weren't allowed to bring it into the uh, shelter because of the liability of having your instrument. So I'd have been through a lot of crazy shit behind this yeah. music. And um, one of the many moments, I won't say peaks, because that, that, that limits. But one of the many moments, a part of my career that I think are really special is one, Jennifer, uh, her test, you know, going to Idol. Yeah. And just having that where you can be, just have so much nerve. But because of the muscle memory and you so used to, I'm so used to playing, yeah. you know, even when I'm out of the room, I can stay in the room because I'm just, you know, I'm already tapped into my craft. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But I got to do more research on just your history of just music. Yeah. But we here for a relationship that you've been in. Uh oh. <laughs> so before we start, I like to give a fake name, or you can give a fake name to the person you about to talk about. Man, I'ma just say uh what's that? What's that? We just call her Grand Concourse. You go, you what's that? What's her third ass? Third ass. Th- you'll call her third ass? So she's from the Bronx. She's from the Bronx. Shorty was from about whatever. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Ass. All right, so how long you been in the city before you started dating her? Because there's there's yeah. Like four years, I loved her though. I, I won't buy. I ain't, let, let me let me just precurse this oh, with this. No, this might they go give you certain people. warning signs. Nah, and listen. one of those warning signs is don't date girls from the Bronx. Yo, listen, I ain't gonna say whether or not that was true. It probably was, <laughs> but yo, I loved her with my life. Like my nigga, I loved that girl my life. So you know, it was what it was. I ain't oh front man! Like that, you feel me? All right, so third half. Third half. So where was you at this time? When I met Third Ave, yeah. this is post, this is post Idol. I met Third Ave at my birthday party, you know, Cap. All right, so where, where, where this, was this? This was post Idol. I met Third Ave at my birthday party up in Harlem on 135th, I want to say, or right. 145th, one of the two, yeah. at DJ Fatboy Spot next to the BP. I think that's 135th in Harlem. I don't know. That BP cast station between like 8th and 7th type shit. No, that's 145th. That's 145th? Yeah, 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 yeah. So up there, that little building next door, I was yeah. throwing my birthday party there. It was like a ballroom? Upstairs, right next, right, right next, above the church type shit. Ah, yeah, yeah, it's one forty-five. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I had my little party there. You know, I invite all my different creative friends to come perform and do their thing. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And uh, she came with her friends, and they was like drinking and having a good time. I didn't realize yeah. she was like twenty. I thought she was older. You know all what I'm right. saying? She's beautiful, but she was real nice. And at the time, she had this short haircut like Jada Pinkett. That shit threw me over. <laughs> that shit threw me over. Whoa, uh-huh. you feel me? And so I was trying to holler at her, but I think she was talking to somebody. Uh-huh. So I said, time went back. I had messed with this other chick I was talking to. We split. Uh, and me and her started talking. After me and Shorty stopped talking to each other, me and her started talking. Right, and third we, act. You mean, after you you broke it off with the other chick, you, you were third yeah, act? Yeah, yeah. After me. You, so you got the number that night? Yeah, she came to my party. So oh, she, right, had to, right. she had to drop on me. Fuck you. Got you know what I'm <laughs> But she, you know, and so... Um, so we start talking. We'll, 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 our first like hangout together outside of like a date, like her being with me, like official yeah. capacity or have a fuck you want to. It was a release about this record I had written about the chick I was talking to previous to her. But in typical me fashion, like once I'm committed to the vision, once I'm committed to the vision, I'm not changing the vision for nobody, like mm-hmm. or nothing. Yeah. And uh, so I kept and she stuck with it, and I never forget that same night she like she blacked on me. Oh, D, she went. It's third half. 
third ad black for, woman. For singing about another girl. Nah, because it was a chick at the party who was talking about how she was going to get with me and shit. And she didn't realize, I don't think she realized she was sitting next to third ad for her mother. Oh, so you sing that good? Like you be. I don't say I sing that good, man. I just got crazy ideas. Listen, man. All right. I got I to gotta listen to your music now, man, because you made J-Lo cry. Now you're making girls say they want you while you singing. And so uh, third half was like not having that. So I, I, she was giving me like weird attitude. I took out. So I, we started talking and she got like super heated. I'm like, yo, you got to chill. Like, ah, 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 ah. Like, she's like, oh, she didn't hit. I was like, yo, no, why would I invite some bitch that I'm fucking with on the side to the same spot? You done showed up to with your mother. Like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, when I first get into a relationship, if you don't do no crazy shit to me, I'm not cheating. I'm not anything. I'm like a regular loyal nigga. I'm write these love songs about you. Yeah. Keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, shit go left. <laughs> yeah. The dog come out. You right, know what right. I'm saying? And uh, so, yeah, that was third out. But um, during this time, wait, that's not the whole story. No, nah, that's the beginning of the story. That's that's the, like, right. That was like us first officially dating. And that was around and she, like Valentine's Day. It was right around here? That's, so that wasn't a red flag for you? That, that was, but I was in a trance already at that point, bro. Oh, my God. So what did you used to before? All right, so when you wrote in a questionnaire, I always ask um, how long you were single. You put years. Like years. Because <laughs> I had been working on my shit just focusing on my grind. Like, I didn't yeah. give a fuck about no pussy. I didn't give a fuck about none of this club shit. I was really singing. Like, niggas go to work. I was singing. Like, first time I busked, I made $172 and like 35 cents. Never forget that shit. Like, I was like, nigga, I never work a day job. Like, my pockets get low and I really need it. Nigga, I'm going to the train. Now, granted, allegedly, I can go to other things. But I'm going to go to the train first and foremost, mm. always. You never been embarrassed? By what? My nigga, I'm cold-blooded. I make the baddest bitch in the world drop to her knees if I got that guitar in my hand. I got to hear this dude sing, man. Um, <laughs> that's no cap. Yeah. Me with a guitar is different. You know what I'm saying? It's no no funny shit. Yeah. And when I'm down there, I'm normally writing song. I'm writing a song and I'm trying to perfect said song. So I'm singing the same song over and over for like eight, nine hours trying to get it right. Oh, so you use that like a comedian would do uh, stand-up? Stand-up, yeah. All right, got you. So that's why when I sing and perform certain songs... I have a musical understanding of the music because I also mm. have put a certain amount of time. So I know even like if something's not going right in a performance or whatever, and I go into a certain record, I know for a fact what I'm about to do. And so uh, that shit never fazed me. Also, I'm making more money than niggas looking at me sideways. True, true. So you know what I'm saying? To like yeah. before, right before COVID hit, I was doing like, I was practicing a new joint I had wrote. You know, I, I write some songs and work on it for like eight, nine months, yeah. perfecting how I feel about them before I consider recording certain joints. I was making like 400 500 600 $700 okay. in four, five hours. Damn. With one song. Yeah, man. Just trying nah, to work out an yeah. idea, you know. That's tough. And did she know that you did this? That was your, that was well, your steady get, grind, yeah. Yeah, but also like the way I am when I'm dating a joint, I really don't I really don't let you too close to the business business. I don't really let nobody close to know. Cause when niggas start knowing what you make, that's when drama come about. You, you believe but that. she would yeah, but All she right. also like she would she would ask me for certain shit she never got from me. Like prime example, like Shorty definitely wanted me to get a camera bag. Wasn't that crazy? I just didn't feel like getting a one because every time I got ready to get a one, we argued about some dumb shit. I'd be like, fuck that camera bag. This is a toxic relationship we're about to get. Yeah, into. but then when we she split, from the Bronx, that's why. See, and when she up. split, and she was a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Oh yeah, you messed up. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. I don't date Gemini. She was June Gemini. Mm-mm. I made Gemini. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be more Taurus, but yeah, that's not good. Mm-mm. I don't date no Gemini's. They they it's not wrong with them. Yo, listen, and they yeah. put you through hell. Once you piss them off, yeah, they I, get on a I mission. They yeah, get I on a mission away. about you. Something wrong with them. But um, all right. So 
y'all, y'all continue to date after this. After the spicy? Yeah. Yes. Did that bring you closer? Did you like that? Like, that she, she cared that much? I did like the fact that she cared that much, but knowing what I know now, I probably would have handled that differently. But you was young at the time. You were like 23, 24. Well, like 24, 25. All right, so you young. So what was you used to before? What kind of woman you was uh, dating before? Bitch that was going to leave me alone when we was done. <sighs> wait, 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 huh? Like, shorty that was going to leave me alone when we was done. Like, I really want, like, I was so invested in my grind. And then when I did Idol... Like, I just started getting pussy from left, right, sideways. <laughs> no funny shit. So, so you was feeling yourself. That's mad funny. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no funny shit. Like, I was, uh... All right, let me get that shit right. Uh, that's yeah. me playing with the mic, y'all. Right. <clears throat> Pause. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I was getting it from so many different ways. But when I had met her, that shit hit me different. Well, what was it about her? Describe how she looked. Like, Is she Spanish? Mm-mm. All right, cool. Nothing wrong with Spanish women from the Bronx, but I just think I got a toxic story about a Spanish woman from the Bronx, but that ain't for this episode. Oh, man. We can come back next season and get her ass packed up. <laughs> now, cause she was really toxic. But I love this shorty. But I don't but it ain't been enough time between me and her for me to really talk about that yeah. and not throw shade or not say anything yeah. that may be considered super disrespectful. So how, how, how did she look? Like, man, she was bad, man. She pretty as all can be, had the smoothest skin I ever seen in my life. Was she uh, brown as can Indian? be. Nah, she was just a black woman from the Bronx. I love every bit of her. You know what I'm saying? Slim. She said, you said she like 5'7". Five, five, you about seven. what? 5'9", 5'10"? Yeah, you know, maybe she's a little bit taller. Don't do it. I'm 5'7", be bad. I said she's 5'7". Yeah, I'm over 6' right. foot, my guy. You know, don't be like that, nigga. 6' <laughs> foot with forces. Fuck out of here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man. And she had a smile, man, that I mean, I still see to this day if the, if the sun hit the room the right way. Like, she was cold. And the thing I loved about her the most was just... Like, she was always going to tell me how she felt, whether mm. I wanted to hear it or not. And because my personality is so strong mm. and my partner, I can appreciate that because I don't need... Like, in the whole world telling me I'm doing a good job and I come home and everything I do is a good job, but I don't trust your ass. That's, I feel like that, too. But then I might need to trust like, that shit. I like, when, shit, yeah, I like when, my, when my chick keep it real with me, like, point out certain things. So, I, I feel you on that. Yo. I ain't smoking that. You keep you keep coughing with that. I ain't smoking that. <laughs> it's that gravel. <laughs> and but. so, uh, yeah, man, she had this gap. She had a gap. She made she made gap sexy. I don't give a fuck. Nobody <laughs> with the with the cute little forehead. Uh-huh. And then I never forget when my auntie had passed. She came down to Florida to be with me. Mm. They've been dating a few months, like two, three months. She got her ass on a plane, flew jet blue to come be by my side. Oh, that's uh, tough. Yeah, so you know, all the drama aside, she was still a stand-up solid chick. We had our little petty issues and shit. What would it be about? Us? Yeah. Because some of the shit was me, some of the shit was her. But see, the thing was- That short amount of time? The thing was, she was doing shit that was red flag. You know, red. she was red flagging. But man, I was banging blood too. So I was so woo. Like we was in that together. Gang, gang. Nigga. She was a blood, you was a blood? No, as far as like oh, she was just doing just, shit that was yeah. just like, you know, that was like, yo. But I had love her and then she would she would she would make she would do things, you know what I'm saying, the uh the the give security yeah. and vice versa. So then when I found out she had a little dude she was talking to, or whatever, I got in the same bag, but I never said shit to her. Yeah. And when you're in a relationship and you get on that path, once you start on that road. All trust issues, yeah. It's it's trust, yeah. All bets is off. Yeah. 
So y'all never made it official. I was just dating during this time. No, we had made it official. Well, all right, take take me to that moment. What, like, when what made you want to like like? All right, this is my girl. Cause man, from the moment we had got together, once we got together, like once we once we not necessarily not necessarily fucked or anything, but once we really, it was apparent. Well, say I had a, like a connection like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen, if this podcast go right, we might be back together again. All <laughs> time. <laughs> That's how I was, though. You feel me? Cause, like, <laughs> yo, I ain't shit, love. Yo, I'm crying. It's real nigga shit, love. It's real nigga shit. Yo, you said the <laughs> Yo, I'm crying. And if it go wrong, she might be mad at me, but Wait, she gonna you still know. in contact with her? No, we don't talk at all. But she, it might get to. It we might. It might. Get all right, to let's see. Let's see. Oh my god, I'm dying. But oh, uh, uh, all right. So you had a connection. Wait, what's your sign? I'm a Leo. Leos and Gemini's. Too crazy. I, I had a Leo too, and that, yeah, it was crazy. That's the funny part. Yeah, my my ex was a Leo. Crazy hell. Yeah, she, and she was Spanish. I mean, I can't. Let me stop saying the Spanish joint because the they Spanish, gonna think you don't like Spanish yeah. people. Nah, they know I do, but you gonna be nah. outside the window like you was talking I, I about Pedro's list. I be calling them crazy. I can't. I gotta stop doing that. But um, yeah, that's a toxic. That, all right, I can see that's being toxic. But um, see, so I made it official, and she started dibbling, dabbling with other people. You started doing the same thing. Did you she ever get caught? Still, she was. <laughs> I did get caught, but that was later on when I got sloppy. All right, all right. And now, but, how did you know she was messing with the dude? Cause I caught her like a week, two weeks for my birthday. Mm. So I was trying to get this cat because he worked at ASPCA. I was like, I don't want no fucking cat. Uh, don't bring no cat around me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm gonna get one anyway. Yeah. Yo, just put uh, the phone. <laughs> well, nah, nah, that was, you know. I was caught up, man. Never, man. And so she wanted the cat. So she was talking to the dude, and we got into a massive argument about this cat. I'll never forget. She poured my olive oil down the drain, and this was, and she poured it down the drain. It was like twenty dollar bottle of olive oil. I literally <laughs> just took it out the drain and flung the bottle, not necessarily releasing it from my hand, but with no cap, just flinging it in her direction. And the olive oil got all over her, and I'll never forget like how dramatic that shit became. And I was sitting there looking like an idiot, like I didn't mean to. Di- and it was just, it was a toxic, and it was off me catching her, like doing some nothing. And I was like, yo, and most people been like, you know, you got to go. But you went through a phone or something. I was like, who's you talking to? And I yeah. seen the shit pop up on the phone. Like, bitch, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. Come on, B. Like, you all here in love, so she... Yeah, you in my house. You right. in my house. You staying the night. You got shit in my crib. You bring your dog over to my house sometimes. Like, you at my house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I go shopping for me, I go shopping for you. Like and She messed with another dude. Why do you think she was messing with another dude? What was Cause, like... Because he was going to give her what she wanted, and I want I want no person. I didn't want uh... no fucking cat. And that's it's, it's sometimes you, you do something that stupid and fuck up some real good shit. Yeah. And that's what people do, you know what I'm saying? So then that shit happened, and you know, over a cat, over a cat, and so we ended up, you know, we still stuck through it, worked through that shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That way, she lived with you, lived with you. Nah, she lived with a mom, but she be always be at my crib. So the cat would have been at your house. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have threw that motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all been I've been Peter outside in the Bronx. Peter would been on White Plains Road, mad as fuck at me, nigga. Come on, <laughs> me. Yeah. I kind of understand. Like, if that cat is going to be at your house like that, then I don't want no cat. Yeah, your mother don't want the cat, and then yeah. you going to talk to this nigga to get a cat, to bring that same cat to mind. How mad cat? Well, all right, so when y'all get into these arguments, like petty arguments, what will bring y'all back? Man, we love each other. We was tossed as hell. We love each other. It was clear as day. Like, that's my that's my bitch, respectfully. Like, she was just, <laughs> but you know, because when I need, listen, when I needed her, yeah. and I picked up that phone, hey, mm. Shit happened. 
And when she called my phone, she need anything. All right. So when you had the- I make it happen. Like, yeah. it's not even a game. Like, it could be money. It could be not money. It could be you need my presence. Yeah. You don't need my presence. Something going on with your- Whatever. Yeah. So it was just toxic versus toxic. And y'all just in love. To- toxic love. Yeah. When you had to go um, do your thing and sing and stuff like that, where you would tell her you was going? Oh, I tell her I'm going. But see, now, now this is where it's fucked up on me. Right. I wouldn't invite her because I had peeped certain shit. And so, because we never communicated, because I just wasn't there, but also I have been living this like reckless lifestyle up yeah. until that point, like where I really didn't have to answer or communicate with anybody. I just did the fuck I felt was best for me. But that's not good. That's not good. But yeah. when you coming up in a space where you like... uh where you doing what's best for you and what's best for you get you to a certain position, it's hard to break that what's That's best true. for you mentality because it's like, man, I don't give a fuck what she do. I'm always going to do what's best for me type shit. Yeah. And the reality is that I'm not really loving you completely if I'm just always doing yeah, shit yeah, yeah. based out of what's good for my heart and not what's good for ours. At least you know that. That's good. Now, looking back, I yeah. can sit back and say, yo, I fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with that, I definitely fucked up heavy, big times. Yeah. So the question I like to ask my guests is where did they learn love? Where did you learn, like, Man, that wasn't on the motherfucking questionnaire, nigga. See, I got caught you. See, you thought, you thought you was prepared and shit, see? I, I, thought, I, I thought I was press ready, baby. Uh, nah, did you man. sing R&B music? I know you got like, you writing some love shit now. So where you like, where did you learn? Where did you see positive man, love? Man, be real with you. I learned love, not necessarily, because the shit I seen growing up was crazy, was hectic. But also, I learned love through like friendships, family, mm. neighbor, yeah. community. The the relationship value part of love was uh that part it, it's a little different. Like I deal with certain shit even as in relationships, like my, my like my step pops who pretty much raised me and my brother and shit. Cause man, I seen him, my mama go through it. And not so much they go through it like he indulging. Like my mama Leo, so mm-hmm. and my step pop, motherfucking Gemini. Oh my I, god. So it's like I, a, a- but he was way like him and my him and it was crazy because his personality was like complete opposite of my my ladies. Yeah. Like my stepfather, he won't argue with you. He ain't gonna do none of that shit. He keep it cool, mind his business, go sit yeah, down, yeah, seclude, yeah. key shit player, yeah. try not to argue. I ain't trying to deal with your mama. She tripping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My mama going all oh, full fledged. He just get in the car, ride off the street, go ride around, hang out with my uncle, go to my auntie's house. Yeah, yeah. Come back to the home. My mama calm down. We walk over to my auntie's house, hang out with my daddy. And we come back to the house and, and that's just love. So, you know, that old school way of just like, yo, I'm not even until they got divorced and shit. So with that being the case, I learned love through community, but I also learned love a little bit different. So when I'm in relationships, certain shit I'm not even getting into because I didn't learn love that way. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So and the way, like, you ain't see it positively. I mean, some of it was positive, but I also watched like my mother and father argue, and my father be yeah. like, "Hey, I listen to this shit." So I'm, you think that trickled down to in, into your yeah. life? Yeah, I, yeah. And then there's also times where I, I where I get that spirit of confrontation. You know what I'm saying? Because you're a combination of your folks. Mm-hmm. If, if you get to see that dynamic, then if not, you're a combination of closest that you get to that. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. So, so for me, I got some of that where I confront your ass when we together. Yeah. And then I got a lot of my dad in me too, where like. I'm not doing shit till I'm angry. Now, when I get angry, <laughs> it's over. It's over. That's crazy. I'm not going to beat you up or nothing like that, Charlotte, because yeah. that's not my ministry. Yeah. But uh, 
cuss your ass out, or read oh, you like a man. filthy book. That's my that my shit. That's not good though. That's not it's good. not good because yeah. I because what I do is I mm, I be passer passer passer. So you just gonna keep okay passer pass okay. So you gotta work on your communication passer, skills. Passer, passer. Now because I be trying not to fight about no dumb shit. But and that then, that's you probably ignoring them. That's not good though. And then when that shit build up, it's like yo fuck you man. That's not cool. That's not or, good. Or give my All shit. Right, let, let me ask bounce. you this because this just popped up in my head. You write R and B songs, right? Mm-hmm. The shit probably sound perfect as hell, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say your lady listen listen to this. Oh, this is the sweetest thing ever. But you don't live that way. Do they ever like say something? They be like, Nah, well, nah. You said in the record that you do this that. You don't really do that shit. Nah, cause that shit. I'm not one of these niggas out here capping. When I'm when I come to me, t- right. When it comes to certain records, yeah, I'm definitely telling you what fuck it is. And like, it ain't never been a shorty. Listen. Having a lot of money, not having a lot of money. It's never been a shorty I ever fucked with in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Since I was a jet. Mm-hmm. Young boy in Florida. And if I fucked with her, it, I wasn't busting my ass to make sure mm-hmm. I could do, you know, do me. To mm-hmm. Make sure she's straight and be there for her. Yeah, yeah. You may not, you know, shorty may not agree with everything I do, say, woo, woo, woo. I could be a narcissist, egotistic, act. All that shit come with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I'm concerned with the work. I'm gonna fuck by all this other shit. Now that shit fuels the work, and I think that's where the part of being like a masochist and a, uh, what they call that, and, and, and like this pseudo empath, mm. where I let those emotions like run into me. I catch the feelings and then I just kick them out through the through the music. Through, through the music. So when 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 that becomes the situation. Uh, it, it's really different because they, they can't tell me. If anything, they'll tell me, oh, I can't believe you said that shit. Yeah, yeah. Because I say, you know, I, on one of my joints that's about to come out of my album, I say, uh, I'm a dog that fell in love with a bitch I met on Instagram. She said she was unavailable. So I decided to check her availability. She left me looking stupid in front of the tallest building in the world when all she had to do was mm. say, I'm not coming through, and I would have left her ass alone. I wasted two weeks of my life. Playing a loveless game, I wasted two weeks of my life locked away, hiding in the pain. That's a real story. Mm-hmm. Shorty stood me up at the Rail Trade Center. I done flew to New York in the middle of COVID to come see her. Dang. I'm in the crib for two weeks. I can't write or think. I'm like, y'all can't believe you know I was coming here. And if you weren't fucking with me, you could have just told me that. I would have never came. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. for for my for the way I live, there are a lot of times where shit's quite literal. I got one song where I say I got a shorty from my brother, got another from my show. You got a chick I like to kick it with, all the way from the Oakland Bay. I was fucking with a chick one spring. She was from Marbella. I was fucking with another chick, you know, live Dumbo. She was from Australia. And then a chick who I was really fucking with, mm-hmm. uh, when I wasn't fucking with them or like before I got with her, so mm-hmm. so on and so forth. She is from Oakland. I got a bad, bad, bad with a South American dad for Vela Fella Hun. But his daughter come from MIA. 305. Mm. And I was fuck with a Spanish girl. Oh, you know what I'm saying? This guy, Hollywood got him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's true. I got yeah. a couple, couple of booze, boo, but baby girl, I got you. Don't lose your mind. Like, and that's. So when, when I get in certain storytelling modes, that shit is very real. Mm-hmm. And for me, so I, nobody can just pull you and be like, "Oh, you said some false shit, and you don't live like that." Oh no, you can right, get these, that's you, good. You get these young ladies up. All right. Some of them, <laughs> some of them say I ain't shit. Uh huh. 
I got one song say, I'm a dog, you a dog, it's fleas, and we both like to play games in the streets. Wow. It's toxic, man. It's like the most toxic episode I ever had. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so third half. Third half. I love it up though. Where, like, what was some fun moments you had? Fun moments? Yeah. Oh, man. Me and her would have fun in the weirdest ways. Because... I feel like our planned experiments experiences were never that great. I never forget, man. We went to Central Park, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember the outfit because she took a picture of me for my gram, mm-hmm. and I had on like these gray polo pants, this white bewood shirts yeah. with the cheetah out Miami uh, heat like varsity type jacket over uh-huh. uh, Easter fives. Mm-hmm. The white, I want to say those like the Easter egg fives, the white joints, with, like mm-hmm. the multicolor, with, like the yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and I never forget she hugged me, and I was her Teddy Graham. That was like her thing. That's when she started calling me her little Teddy Graham. Teddy Graham. Yeah, man, I loved it. That shit. And we was at Central Park, right there on the north side of the Park, by One Tenth. By One Tenth, yeah. And we just sitting there. And we just like to be in a in a in a company of somebody you truly enjoy, love, and appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, where a smile can make you content. For me, that was the best thing about her. That's why with her, I was so like. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause with her, her smile made me content, mm. and that's why, that's why, I, that's why I threw all the bullshit. I saw, I was like, "Fuck, man, I love this bitch." You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> this the first time you ever loved someone, you think? Or did you love in the past? But this is like a different type of yeah, I think, people love. I think for me, that was the first time I truly loved a woman. Mm. Like, like other women, you'll probably be hard, and then with her, you was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else get my ass to kiss. Yeah, and she did too. Sometimes I was very, I very much had like Ray Charles energy, but I could see, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, yeah, like I'm a do me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, but like Ray, you gonna need L.A.B. Bitch, you can lead this Earth Valley L.A.B. Type shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what was you? What was, like y'all argued about a lot of things, but when did it go over the top? Where you you said you're a passive, passive, passive. When you get angry. It was, it was like a year and a half into the relationship. Mm-hmm. How long have you been together the whole, the whole journey? I think we was like two years, two and a, two, right. two and a half years. Uh, maybe a little bit longer. I may be wrong. Maybe closer to three. Who mm-hmm. knows? Don't, I hope she doesn't hear this and be like, damn, this nigga don't even know. Which is like very <laughs> on brand for me. I don't know how long I was with anybody. Oh, my uh, God. <clears throat> he got to get it together, man. Man, I don't keep dates and all that shit. That's not my ministry. Uh, only reason <laughs> how come I knew we were together on Valentine's Day is because... Yeah. The record dropped on Valentine's Day. Yo, he know about his songs. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could know about the songs. That's crazy. <laughs> and um, it was on Valentine's Day, and we got together. Like that was our first real we together. And that's at the party where she tripped on me about the shit with the shorty. Yeah, we're talking that shit next to her. And, and that way, that took you to the next level of angry. That no, no, no. Oh, I was my trying to get there. No, okay. So yeah, the next, the next level of anger. I think it was like we had been dating for a while, and we had. And because we weren't communicating, we had built up these levels of resentment that were beyond unhealthy. Mm. And there had came to a point, and I'm trying to be careful how I broach this with sensitivity to her. There had came to a point where we were expecting, right? Mm -hmm. In the spirit of transparency. And we would argue, and my dumb ass, let me say this again. And my dumb ass would feed into the hormones. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
And because of past experiences, mm-hmm. I would just be like, I can't believe the shit this doing now. Yeah. Instead of understanding, like, hey, sit your dumb ass down. <laughs> it was we, crazy. We, we get it. She's crazy. You knew that already. You love her anyways. Yeah. Deal with that shit. And because she was high risk, she ended up losing the pregnancy. And I won't say it's my fault or her fault. Mm. Uh, but that shit hurts me to this day. And it was just like, you got to create low stress environments. Yeah. And then when you're trying to yeah. get somebody to do things you think they should be doing for the betterment of the child versus what they actually want to do. And then y'all arguing still about petty, stupid shit. And then a little dumbass argument turned into some shit that gets said. It turned into me like, yo, and what the fuck do you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it like, that's, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. And it's just unhealthy as fuck. And, and, and I don't, and you know, it took me, it probably took me about a year because, because what happened was my brother died around the time the baby was actually due. Mm. So... In my head, I'll never forget when he died, thinking like, damn, I'm supposed to be having a baby around this time because my cousin's wife was pregnant at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I never, like, God damn. It's like, yo, what the fuck was he fighting about? Well, I ain't fighting about shit. And I'm talking about, we, we would let each other have it. We had, you know, we weren't like physically like trying to knock each other out or no crazy, mm-hmm. but the shit we would say to each other and just the little manipulative shit we would do to each other, just straight up wrong. You know what I'm saying? And y'all was uh, staying that. That was y'all comfortable. Nah, but we would come out of that though. But, but how, we, how would y'all come out of that? Like, cause yo, like I don't want to say we would fucking make up, but oh like we were God. like fucking make up type shit. Yeah. And I loved her so much, she loved me so much that like, yo, that's what love is a powerful thing. Because even it, now that yeah. I'm thinking about it, it's just like why the fuck would I even, or why the fuck would she even? And like in retrospect, she really loved me. I really loved her. We just didn't have the tools to be together. Yeah, y'all was young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 23, 24. Yeah. Like- and she was like 21, 20. She was like three years younger than me, four years younger yeah. than me. So we didn't have the tools to be together. I didn't have the tools to be the man she needed. And I don't want to say she didn't have the tools to be the woman I needed, but yeah. she definitely wasn't communicating with me in a way that was working with the way I was thinking. Mm. So that ain't necessarily her fault yeah. because as the man, it's on me to take certain initiatives in a relationship. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And we can get into like gender roles and all that dumb shit, but I ain't here for that. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. So I'll just say for me, you know, I know Kevin Samuel fans are here that should be like, no, <laughs> not the high value man. <laughs> Where's Tyler? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Uh, oh but but just for me as a man, I I was not equipped uh, emotionally and with the right communication skills to mm. deal with that. I had dealt with so many traumas in my life, and once I get put in a certain place, yeah, far yeah. as feeling and emotion, those traumas and different harsh life experiences kind of guide the way I act from that point, and I I, I uh, subconsciously go into an autopilot that's not necessarily healthy, mm. um, and so. It was bad, like with the, after, after after that, because then we were still trying to work it out. I'm still trying to, because yeah. you know shit goes on. I'm not there for certain events, and just and it was just like a list of shit. And granted, you know I could sit here and be like, ah, oh, no, that's not it. I'm not gonna get on here, you know. But you know, she gave, in the words of Adele, she gave as good as she got. Damn, yeah. And I and, and in that same respect, so did I. And uh, and instead of being able to find like this. Center, we always 
Yeah, it was just bad. But I loved her to death, though. Yeah. And she knew it. You know what I'm saying? But once we got past that point of like losing the baby, that's kind of when it really... Mm-hmm. Like started the nose dive for like four or five months. Now what give me like some details. Like what was the energy like? Like you found out, yeah, found out. Take me to that that point. Cause I know that's like that's crazy. Yeah, so when I found out, man, I had a damn, now that I even think about it. I'll never forget, I found out and the shit hurt me so bad I took the ultrasound off my fridge. Oh wow. And I had just wrote this song about it and everything. I was wild hype. I was like, yo, because at that point, mentally, yeah. it had been, we had been fighting about just so much dumb shit. And we weren't talking for like a few days. And my cousin had called me in that break. My yeah. cousin's like more or less like my dad slash big brother. Yeah. Almost like Shannon Sharpen, his brother Sterling. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. and my older yeah, yeah. cousin Joe had that kind of relationship. Where where Joe the, where can, the, your cousin was like your dad. Yeah, like he could talk, but Joe could talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas, when I do business with people, they know you want to make sense out of me, don't talk to me. <laughs> Hit Joe. Yeah. Because me and Joe be ready to fight, but Joe will talk, I listen, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so Joe had called me and was telling me about this like fatherhood and just like, you know, I made decisions, grown decisions. I had to live with it. And, you know, I had really sat my mind and was like, okay, cool. I know who she is. She knows who I am. But we got a kid on the way. Mm-hmm. I can't continue whatever this is. And how do I get to her so we can communicate this? And before we could ever have that moment, mm-hmm. she had lost the baby. Dang. So, you t- and that was like an experience for her. Yeah. That was way more harsh than the one I had the reality I had to deal with myself. Yeah. Because that was her body and that was just her emotions, her feelings were definitely... You know, just and it, you know what I'm saying? So that shit was just crazy. But I'll never forget, I had wrote these songs and I, you know, I just hugged the refrigerator that night. Literally hugged the refrigerator. You talking about being heartbroken? Be so yeah. heartbroken you hug a refrigerator. Yes. Yeah, and a rent stabilized apartment, hugging the refrigerator. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, and after that, you know, I still, I still tried to make shit work. I still tried to, because in a lot of ways at that time, I felt like the loss was my fault. Uh, and not so much that the arguing and shit, because that definitely, pl- it played a part. You could say it definitely played a part. But uh, also, I felt like it was my fault because I felt like I should have been able to get to her. Mm-hmm. That shit took a loop. That mm-hmm. shit spun me like real hard. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's tough. I I never been I never been ex- uh, experiencing any, anything like that. But yeah. I know that could be tough. It was it was it was it was really hard. <laughs> Uh, let me. I'm just pulling the mic closer. All right. It was really hard. It was really hard, but like even to this day, I always wonder like, what the fuck was she going through? Because she told me some of the complications, and that shit like broke my heart on a different level. And some days I think I should have been more visibly emotional or mm-hmm. more emotionally engaged. Yeah. But I was so. Uh, let me get one second. Let me plug this all the way in. I think I should have been more emotionally engaged, but I was so like in this whole machismo asshole shit because I was so used to like us arguing about stupid shit and yeah, yeah, yeah. that I didn't realize like at this one point in my life, hey bro, maybe you should chill the fuck out, let that shit go and just be yeah. and be love. You know, be what I'm supportive saying? as well. Be yeah, and be supportive. Yeah. And I think in a lot of these situations. And now, even after I look at it, it's just like 
you find yourself repeating a cycle you claim you never want to start mm-hmm. or be a part of. Yeah. So so for me, I'll never forget like when she lost that baby, that shit. Now I don't think nothing's ever broke my heart as bad. You know, this this tattoo is about. Yeah. I went to uh, my boy Kid Super, call him Delane. Yeah. And I was drunk as a kite. I don't even know if he remembers this. He was drunk as shit. Shout out to Jägermeister who's paying him all this bread to do shit. <laughs> and I was like drunk as fuck. And I never forget being like, Carl, lost my baby, bro. Jeez. He looked at me like, what? I said, man, I just want something to remember my baby. So he drew this little fist on my arm. Yeah. And I went over to the little tattoo dude. Yeah. And had him. And so even like my nieces and nephews. And it's because, you know, you get tattoos and shit done in a moment. But like my nieces and nephews asked me about it, like, hey, what's that tattoo about? Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. You got to explain that shit now. You know? Well, when they get older, I'll probably tell them the truth about it. But as of right now, I just tell them, I said, man, you almost had a cousin. But, you know, they decided to take a trip on us. So, you know, they even yeah. showed up. I got the tattoo. And uh, they laugh or whatever the case is. Because they're just kids. Mm-hmm. But that shit's real, you yeah. know? Yeah. So once that happened, she came out of that. And uh, it was war. What you mean? It was war. It was all out war in our relationship. And I said, I mean, like, because she came out with such a, like, vengeance mm. towards me. I won't say just an energy towards me that was not positive and not conducive. <laughs> she probably felt the same way, like it was your fault. Yeah, for sure. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's not good. And, uh, and the arguments were just like even now I'm thinking about some of the shit we was arguing. That shit was dumb as fuck. And it was and then some of it was me like not being able to like stop because mm-hmm. once you get roped in, you roped in. And then some of it was just like me trying to stop and still get roped in. And then like once I finally go nigga, it's like see I told you. And it's like fuck bitch. Like, <laughs> mm, I just want to pray. <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Just anything to get the fuck, you know what I'm saying, out of like that situation. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. And I'll never forget, like, her mom, Deuce, got sick. So she was calling me in the studio to, like, go do shit for her moms. And her moms, I would go do shit. But in the meantime, I'm getting cursed out. Like, why you not taking my mama food right? And it's like, yo, B, I paid to be in the studio. I'm in the studio. As soon as I leave the studio, I'm just on my way home and just bring your mother food. Chill. She at the, the hospital. They got food. Also, you got like- oh, your, So you wasn't like fully understanding. Yeah, like your siblings can also bring her food too. Like, you don't have to- Y'all two, three train stops away. I'm in below 14th Street. Y'all right there, 3rd Ave. Yeah, duh. yeah. But I mean, it made sense on your part, but you wasn't like understanding how she may have felt. As far as that situation. Yeah. No, she I get, want you to do it immediately, but it's like, yo, call one of your brothers. Like you got siblings, call one of them niggas who live in her house. Mm-hmm. Tell them bring her food. Mm-hmm. But if not, because y'all two train stops away, yeah. if not, just I'll go ahead and give her food on the way home. I'll stop by there yeah. and tell them I'm her son-in-law. We'll, we'll, we'll pull upstairs. So I'll never forget, her mother told me you should marry my daughter. Mm-hmm. When, you, when she lost the baby third ass, she was like, yo, third ass. She she lost a part of herself. I never seen her sad like that. I never seen her look like that. I could tell her heart is different. Mm. I was like, damn. And I felt so bad. So, so, so for that. I'm talking about, I bring her mother food. I'm types of faggots and bitches and everything. And I'm supposed to be taking your mother dinner. Could you imagine calling somebody saying, can you please take my mother dinner? She just had a uh, procedure. And your mother said, okay, cool. As soon as I get out of here, 
I'm going to take her some grub. And then when they don't go right away, you proceed to call them all types of bitches, faggots, and niggas. And your mother still get fed with no spit in her food? <laughs> so no spit in the food. No piss, no spit, no <laughs> shit. It's on the food. Hollywood is crazy. Could you imagine? I don't think like that, but Come not, on, I'm you, not spending no food. But, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, imagine yeah. the joint hits your phone right now. Yeah. Yo, my mother's in the but I'm, I'm quick to leave. I, don't, I can't stay in nothing like that. We two, no. we we different in that point. No, but her mother, her mother. We already knew her mother was in the hospital. Had no, I'm just saying, like, just how toxic I was. I yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I would have left a long time ago. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah, stand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was there for all the games. Yeah, see, all the shenanigans. <laughs> you from Florida? That's why. That thing was stinking. You know, what <laughs> <laughs> that thing was stinking. Y'all Florida people different, man. Yo, the people from like... the Bronx are different too. <laughs> yeah, that too. Where's Charlamagne? Where's Charlamagne said, yeah, yeah, people from Bronx and Florida. Crazy niggas in the world. Oh man! So, uh, you know, so I did that. I got. I mean, I did that while getting her. Late. I'm talking about so loud. Niggas in the studio looking at me like, "You really gonna take her mother for us?" Like, yeah, man. Cause we had we already been through some shit. Yeah. I just gotta go ahead and rock, take these L's. So my mother said, "You need to propose to my daughter." So but why would mother say that? Like she don't know what y'all was going through. Like the she knew exactly what we was going through. But why would she say married? But, but cause she cause she knew I loved her daughter. All right. All right. She said she she could tell. She said, "I know you love her," and uh, I did. I loved it. I loved it in pieces. So I told her mother. I said, "Yeah." And she, I was like, "Yo, I, I propose to her." So I ended up booking like a wedding. Yeah. And while away for the wedding, I had the dude who just got married. The, one of my fans flew me out. I had him take me to a jewelry store so I could buy her an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bring her the engagement ring. She say no. But how did you propose? I forget how I did it at this point. It's probably trash. I was like, don't do me like that, mama. No, did you sing? Did you sing? Fuck, I look like singing for love. See, you should have. Yeah, you made J Lo cry and all that. You should have sang. No, no, she probably say yeah. No, no, no. You nah, just, because I could you never. You came on there willy nilly, like you want to marry me or nah? And you, nah, like what is that? <laughs> Basically, long story short, absolutely. Yo, um, yeah, man. And so I did that. Um, Dang. I did that, and the whole time I'm not knowing. Like she talking to new dudes and shit. I'm not knowing this. I'm catching this is after the baby situation, and everything. Yeah, I'm catching shit all like type sideways. Information type shit, you feel me? So then I done propose. She, she get the engagement ring. I'm like, look, just hold the ring down. We can talk about the shit later. Hold the ring down. Uh, no, just hold that down. We we'll talk because listen, we had been. But how did you feel when she said no? I I respected it. I got it. Like I'm not stupid. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, but I actually I do remember like proposing something serious. Actually, like really being in my feelings about that proposal. Like, now that I think about it, yeah, I definitely got in my bag on that one. Like. As far as the things that I was saying and how right. I felt, and so oh, you I, just pulled up like, no, nah, it was like yo, I think she came over to the crib or some shit yeah. like that. And that's why I hit her with it. And uh, I would have said no too if I was because uh, crib, you gotta take her out, you gotta do something special, you know. Women like that. Nah, you should have sung it. He said you should have sung. Yeah, nah, nah, but because nah. because you gotta understand like like I'm already like we already going out, we already doing certain shit, yeah. so like. 
But women look at that stuff different. Now nah, listen, they listen. They want special you, occasions. Now nah, listen, but with her, it wasn't about that because I'm uh, already doing. Oh like, yeah, she from the Bronx. So yeah. What, what, no, yo, yeah, <laughs> don't do it. Like that got nothing to do with it. This Bronx slander is not me. It's lava. Uh, this is not me slandering Bronx. You know what I'm saying? But she had um. She had already, how do I put this? She already, she was like used to me doing like all that shit. That's regular, like for the way I love, yeah, yeah. like an extravagant some type of like ridiculous shit is regular. She was already like, you like that shit don't impress her. You all know right. what I'm saying? Cause, cause a nigga tell her he was gonna take her on a trip. Go ahead, take her. I hope you can deal with what that, with that headache in the car. Cause she know she go out with me. I'm gonna let you. You gonna go shopping? I'm put some money in hands. You yeah. know we ain't the we ain't you know we ain't motherfucking the gates or nothing. Yeah. But I make sure she have a good time. Whatever she wants, she gonna get. Like you know what I'm saying. And I so you know. Yeah. I want to see you be great. If she has something to do and I can help support that, yeah. I mean, that's the type of nigga I am. Um. So on and so forth. So. She uh, she started all this shit up. So it was like. Put me in a weird position because I already know like why we here. Granted, uh, you know, the sh- not discounting the things that had happened in the past. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll deal with this shit too. So I never forget, like, yo, I've been busking because she was going to Africa. Somebody, some dude was taking her? No, she was for school. All right, all right. Like- and I never forget, uh, because we were like there were days of I love you and days of I hate you, like her being really concerned with being able to make it to Africa. So mm-hmm. I'm out busking every day, giving her like two, three hundred dollars like, you know, boom, like, yo, you need oh, your shit still not going up, boom. Like yeah. boom. Like drop I'm talking about singing your heart out. I'm damn near paying I basically paid for Africa. Yeah. Like she got a little scholarships, a couple of people did like some you know, go for me shit, but I really was putting bread and chicken in her hand for, behind this shit. Like, mm. y'all want to see you be great, ah, ah, ah. And so it was like the day before Thanksgiving, we go to Max Brenner. All right. We go to Max Brenner, and you know, it was all good. We went to karaoke. Mm-hmm. We go to Max Brenner, go to karaoke, we hang out. The next day was Thanksgiving. Yeah. She was supposed to, uh, she was supposed to bring me a plate for Thanksgiving from my mom Deuce house. Yeah. And that morning she called me and was just like, I can't do this no more. And you think it was because of the dude she was messing with? I don't give a, I don't know because it was because of the dude. I don't care about that dude. Yeah. But mind you, I just took you out. Yeah. The night before. Did something happen? Like, like. That was just, she was like, I can't do like this. Put you off guard? She called me wild off guard. Mind you, I've been busting my, yeah. busting my ass to get you this chicken so you can go on your trip. I've been like fucking. Dang. I've been uh going in. Yeah. That's crazy. Did me filthy. Yeah. And then all the anger I had post, she wanted to act surprised about. Like she couldn't understand why I was so livid and want to beat the shit out of this nigga she was fucking with. Cause it's like, yo, you should have told this broke ass nigga you was fucking with to do this shit for you. Hmm. So she was accepting the money, accepting the money, and then right before she left, bam. Maybe it was because she was leaving. How long she was? How long she was gonna stay out she there? She was leaving like no, I think it's a school trip. Like you know, they oh, go a out, trip, just a regular trip. You know, they got there like two, three weeks type shit for yeah, school. Yeah. So like, you did mm. me like that for this nigga. 
Cause he got a little car or something, and the car not even nice. You goofy, like you goofy as fuck. <laughs> Yo, golly, like, he had, he had. <laughs> uh, I'm not a hater, but you didn't leave me for a nigga in a bay back. <laughs> left me for a nigga with a little bounce wagon or something, little Jetta, little old, little old Jetta type nigga. You know, a '96 Camry. Hey, 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 he had a car though. I don't give a fuck, nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna put it like this, Lama. Being with Shorty, I probably spent about 15, 10, 15 bands a year on Uber's cars. Damn. Like, look, what you trying to do? Yeah. Want to come up? Cool. Get in one thing. It's the weekend black card up to the house. Uh, we don't play them kind of games. Uh, I'm sure you like the future don't even look like you drive. The future look like you get driven. Yeah. Fucking with me. You know what mm. I'm saying? But if that's what you want to do, yeah. you want to keep up the dome, God bless you. And she never gave you like a reason like why she left? She wanted to say it was everything else, but you want to make it everything else after I did everything after. Yeah. Yeah. After I'm talking to you, I'm cussed out by your mama. Now I'm now I'm, now I'm livid because mm-hmm. I'm cussing out everybody. Your mama, your folks, everybody get cussed out. I don't give a fuck. I'm in my bag now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm angry as shit. I'm like, yo, and I'll be dead wrong when I beat buddy ass because <laughs> then they was posting crazy shit on the ground. I'd be dead wrong while I rode over there and violate, right? Wait, so while y'all was still together, you, you seen who he was and- I peeped, Before but she was like, oh, this just a, this just one of my friends. Ah, 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 ah. Cool. Mm. I like, yo, I yeah. really come to your school and beat buddy ass. Like, I really pull up the perch and punch Duke in the whole boy in the so, forehead. You was, it was something lacking in your relationship to make her go. But like she to, was still. But it you ain't know just that, the car. But listen, you a Gemini, bro, so you already know. Y'all yeah. plant. Y'all want to be destructive in y'all exits. Geminis yeah. are very destructive in the exit. Yeah. Like especially if they feel wrong, you're gonna try to leave, set the building on fire. Can yeah, can be like that, yeah. Okay then. So you yeah. take you take losing life and mm-hmm. a bunch of other shit, combine that. I'm not at this point, now that I'm older, it's cool. Yeah. She, she did, she did, I did what I did. Yeah. Bang. Cause quiet is kept, I started fucking with another shorty anyway. Right after? After what? After she left. Nah, but folks oh, left. My. Cause I had got the feeling she was already doing. Her. How did you get? Like, how did how did it get there? Like, you you see, I've been so, cheating most of the relationship for each other. <laughs> Yo, and I didn't even tell you about the time she called me messaging business. Yeah, that's a, yeah, Yo, like, so I used to, I used to. <laughs> you in, you deeply in love. You want to propose, but you cheating. Like, how 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 does that work? Because it was tit for tat, but it was still love. <laughs> Yo, you look crazy. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Yo, Hollywood, yeah. this might be my craziest episode. Like, yo, that shit was crazy. <laughs> yo, people gonna be like, what the fuck? Yo, we was bad. But I was about, listen, I'm telling you, I love her to death. If a nigga tell me something crazy right. happened on right now, I'm about to go to jail. You feel yeah. me? Right. No cap. Listen, no cap. And yeah. this phone ring, and it's like her mother or somebody telling me some shit just happened to her. Yeah, you'll go. I'm on it. All right, but. That oh, is I'm, weird. Like, I, listen, I, I love it because when you really love somebody, yeah, and shit hit the fan in a certain way. But if you love them, you won't cheat on them. Yeah, but she was cheating on me too, so but, I guess we was just loving to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> we used to love to cheat, man. Yo, that's crazy. Like, and the thing about it was, we took tri- 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 we took turns with the bullshit. She was talking to us when we first started, and I thought we was official. I was being yeah, loyal. Yeah, yeah. And she was doing what she wanted to do. And then I found out, I started doing what I wanted to do, and vice versa. Then she go out with her friends, be sharing location. Then she can't share her location no more. Okay, bitch. So next time I go out, I'm just going to fuck on somebody. <laughs> this is the shit that was going on, Lava. 
That is wild, yo. Yeah, Lama, like that. Like, I hope you learn from this. I did. Because, listen, I had got into another situation with a joint from the Bronx. We just called her 222nd. 222nd. And, uh, yeah. and oh, she was, she was West Indian? Two weeks two weeks of my life. She was uh, Dominican. And her mama was from Dominican. Oh. DR and her daddy was from St. Kitts. Oh, the West Indians is up there. All right. Uh, And so, 222nd, that's who I wrote the two weeks of my life. She said, I'm a dog. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's wild. So, with 222nd. I just wanted my shit back. She went to playing games, but she forgot she showed me where she stayed at. Oh, my God. But I used to live on 221st in, a, in the same road as yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. I ain't going to say that because I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I used to live, she lived on 220. I used to live on 221st. So, one thing about my mind and my memory, all I do in my spare time is watch infrastructure architectural shows, uh, housing design, all this shit. So, if I see a crib or anything like that, I can remember the crib front and the back by seeing it one time because that's the shit that I really be into in my spare time. Yeah. So, you just show me the block, all this shit. So, I'm so, oh, you usually live down, yeah, okay, oh, that's your crib, I know where you at. So, I pop up, I say, y'all just want my shit, let me go. You want to play these games? You got me up here two weeks looking stupid as fuck. Just give my hoodie. Uh, the hoodie, not the hoodie. I just want my hoodie. Get my, <laughs> get my hoodie. I think she had something else. I could, in my, no, and I had my mask. I see. I used to protest heavy. I had a Black Lives yeah. Matter mask that wore like thirty different protests. Yeah, I just wanted my mask. Yeah. Shorty went to. I'll call the police on you. Ah 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 ah. And for like, for like, for like three, four days, she was getting energy out of me. Where it's like, yo, I can't believe this shit. Why you gonna do me? And then it got to a point. I was like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Cussed her ass out from A to Z, set the whole relationship on fire, and got up out of there. Yeah, burnt the bridge all the way to the floor. I said a bunch of shit I shouldn't have said. Mm-hmm. Now in, in, in retro, uh, some of that shit I said shouldn't have said yeah. been said. But after I fly out, fly out this way to come see you, and you leave me looking stupid in front of the tallest building in the in this hemisphere. Yeah. And you, so you can go out with your folks instead of telling me you can't even make that. But I done spent my money, spent my time, spent my energy mm-hmm. to be somewhere for you. And you play me like a fucking fool. Yes, yeah, fuck you. Mm. But it's also like, oh, damn. And, and even at that point, I wasn't even on no fuck you. I was like, okay, you say you're not feeling well. Or where the fuck it is you jacking this time? Cool. We said we would hang out for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Cool, let's do that. That didn't happen. It was super fuck out of here. Let me get my shit so I can bounce. She didn't want to give it to you. Nah, she wanted to. Oh, I'll Wait, call did you break in to get your drink? Nah, she wanted to hit me with the I'll call the police on you. Oh. I'll get a restraining order. It's like, because I want my shit after you played me. That's just woman, man. You just gotta, That's just goofy you gotta, shit. But you got to take your L's. You got to know when to take so, your so, L's. So I took that L. Yeah. And it was a part of me, like a younger me, that been like texting, like, yo, you really going to do me like. Because you know how like, when you young and in love, you stupid as fuck. You know how that yeah. shit go. Yeah. Can't believe you threw me like that. Uh-uh. I don't even give a fuck no more. Love yeah. her, respect her. Hope, yeah. hope everything go amazing with her. Yeah, just take your L's and. But leave. you take your take your L's yeah. and take your love with you down the street and you and stop messing with Bronx chicks. Look, hey man, you like zero for five probably. Man, chicks for the <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. But you, chicks for the Bronx right. and chicks from Oakland. Leave them alone. You know? Yeah, man, you choosing all the wrong areas. Oh, you yeah, gotta yeah. go to like. I gotta go Queens. <laughs> yeah. It's your little coming to America joint. Yeah, hey, like, not, um, not to come so, to America. So how did you um deal with, with Third Ave? Like she left, she went to Africa. What was you what was you doing during that time? I wanted to beat the shit out of that nigga she was talking to. I wanted to hurt this nigga gravely. Because I was so like that shit. And that shit that shit hurt different. And mm-hmm. the thing that be hurting different 
it be that that a motherfucker did that to you when you like for me I don't but he, he why you want to beat him up like cause cause then he started doing and I, and I talk about it offline but he started yeah. doing little nutty shit oh cause he knew about you yeah oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. he started making little sucker posts and alright got you got and you not realizing right. like we done been through some real shit together and this girl mama done asked me to marry her mm. so the love I got for her uh, make me put you in the ground doc Mm. That's just real nigga shit. Yeah. Like imagine you come at somebody wife, fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A nigga be ready to end your ass sure as the day yeah. is long. It's certain shit you don't fuck with. And clearly your daddy ain't teach you no better. Cause your sucker ass would have kept that shit player low. Cause a yeah. real nigga tell you, nah, bitch, you got a man. What? Oh no, 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 no. We can fuck around, but bitch, we gonna keep it low. Yeah. Cause well, that nigga, open with it. Right, that's disrespectful. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Because a nigga killed, mind you, I'm paying for her to go to Africa. Bitch, you ain't doing none of that. Yeah. I will earth your little black ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Allegedly. That. Yeah. So, shorty, that shit had me so angry, bro. Like, I've never been so angry in my life. And I didn't want to hurt her. I just wanted to hurt this nigga because he represented everything hmm. that I hated at the moment. You know what I'm saying? It all culminated into one individual because he decided to get on the internet and do all types of different nutty shit that was clearly, I mean, hmm. grounds for violation. Yeah, yeah. Like, the nicest nigga coming up on him for some of the shit he was doing. But yeah, that's that's just total disrespect. I feel you on that. So what was you um And then I had to see the nigga cause he a musician in New York City. He don't know how bad I want to violate him and oh, get him wow. violated. Cause I had he don't say see what he don't know was, and I can talk about this now. What what he didn't know was I was still hanging out with certain friends yeah. who knew her. Mm. Like my some so, like a couple of my close friends who knew yeah. Third Ave yeah. and loved Third Ave like fam. Uh so like the, the them you really so niggas yeah. see you in public and they like, yo, I know you don't want to pop because that creates some some, tension, yeah. some different type of drama in your life and yeah. we don't want to see that happen. So you want me to knock this nigga's head off? Mm. Him ha-ha, can can you know, come in a spot seeing me and be scared, to, don't want to go on stage, don't want to speak. Yeah, you bitch ass nigga, because you know what the fuck you was doing was goofy. Yeah, yeah. So a you lot. know, so, so I learned a lot, you know, now, you know, if a shorty want to break up, it used to be you get a week of baby come back, you don't get 24 hours of that shit with a nigga like me, no. If they want to break up with you? No, go on, be about your business. Yeah, let them go. Bye. I learned a long time ago. It's you you hurt a lot less when you don't try to keep them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Save time. Now how did you like you well, you're not healed from it because you still want her back. No, 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 no. I'm healed from it. From that situation. From that situation. I still want to back because that's always going to be like one of the joints that I really love in my yeah, life. Yeah. Like no cap. Like if we could get that right with no bullshit, she'd be perfect woman for me. But knowing how we both is, yeah, that's like 99.8% not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and you never seen her after that? She went to Africa and came back? Never bumped into her. You ever went around her way try to look for her? Fuck no. For what? Oh, all right. All right. Man, I'm out here moving. I got you. Um, you know. What about therapy? You ever thought about like going I definitely in? I definitely went to some some therapy because uh certain parts of that was emotionally taxing. Losing a baby sent me into a dark spiral. Mm -hmm. Uh and then the culmination of just like losing that baby uh with her and mm -hmm. just like I was really hyped to be a dad with her. As yeah. for everything, she was crazy or niggas would claim she'd be crazy or say, Oh, y'all like one thing about her, her heart was solid gold. 
Like, mm-hmm. if she wasn't fucking you over or mad at you, you mm-hmm. wasn't on her shit list, not a nicer person in the free world. Yeah. So I knew as a mother, she would have been fucking, you know, how, how do they say it? Uh, she'd been impervious to the bullshit. Mm-hmm. She'd have been... Uh, She'd have been like Supreme Hiller. Like the, our kid would have been straight with us, the moms. Yeah. Even if we didn't work out, yeah. baby would have been solid. No mm. bullshit. Cause that's that's the way she gave it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At her true core. So with that part of her, I I that that is that like one that shit hit. Like we yeah. didn't agree on certain shit, you know what I'm saying? And that's okay. But I know she'd have been a phenomenal mother. It's not even a. Yeah. It's not even a question. Like I don't even want there to be this idea that damn thirty. Well, it saved you from a bad baby. No, 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 no. She'd have been an eight one. Cause, cause the way I'm set up and the way she set up our baby, our child would have always been good. But maybe I would have clashed when it came to the baby. That, nah, not even be- because, because the way we both wired. Mm. Like way first of all, the way my family give it up. Shit, even if she's mad at me, like, yo, send the baby to Florida. Yeah. Like, the fuck? Like, send the baby down for a month so you hang out with cousins and everybody, take care, haircut, shopping, all that shit. You don't got That's how we move as a family. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, you going down there to your auntie and uncle house, hang out with your cousins. Like, because right. we all, our, our moms is all sisters, but they all tight as, tight as new right. braids. Yeah, yeah. So, we were all raised like siblings, not like cousins. Yeah. So, like, for us, like, yo, my, that's why my cousin called me. On that phone call telling me about like this life shit and just like, yo, I just got to ah, 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 So I can, you know, that's why that shit yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah. Come on, he hit You trying to change, you change, it, like, change your life. Basically. Yeah, because even now when I think about it, I, th- I want to say one of my nephews is the same exact age my child would have been. Mm. So every time I see little, little Ethan or whatever, I'm thinking like, damn. That could have been playing or whatever. Yeah. 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 Every time. Yeah. That shit, that shit hit it's your, yeah. that shit hit you different. Or every time I see my other little nephew, uh, every time I see little Ash, uh, I see him and I think about my baby. Like and even that, like even when I leave, that's my little buddy. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. He's my favorite little nephew. But but I'm like, damn, I had a kid. He been y'all been buddies because you cool as hell. My little, you know, my little jit been cool as fuck. Y'all <laughs> been cooling. So yeah. so for me, that that. That losing that, yeah. it hurt a lot, and I could once again I could only imagine the the magnitude of the pain she literally yeah. physically felt and the shit she like emotionally had to go through like yeah. as a woman in that situation. Yeah, yeah and as a black woman dealing with the establishment on several levels related to her health, like the mm-hmm. shit that she was going through. So you know, hats off to her because the way I don't know how she made it through. Without yeah. jumping off something, yeah. without killing me or killing somebody else, cause it's I wasn't, yeah. yeah, I wasn't the most supportive dude in the aspect of like, you know, I was watching a good doctor and this nigga has autism. And if you ever seen an autistic dude mm-hmm. try to give way for a doula, that shit was crazy. And this nigga's like a genius doctor, like we don't need a doula. <laughs> I'll be the doula. <laughs> Fucking who's this doula chick? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, not that I'm autistic. Yeah, you know, I might be on the spectrum. I don't even doubt it. But in the respect of like, you have your ideas and visions. Mm-hmm. And I think men as a whole need to understand this. We'll have our ideas and visions on what we expect for our partner mm-hmm. to be in that moment in life. 
because you grow up with all these like ideas and notions. Yeah, yeah. And then you get into those moments and you find out all that shit means nothing. Yeah. At fucking all. Yeah. And you're like, er? And it's just like, uh, and then you realize you're dealing with like a woman who don't give a fuck about your opinions, don't care what clinic you want her to go to, what kind of socks she should wear, what brand is doing this, organic, who, don't give a fuck. Mm. She gonna do what she wanna do when it's that time. Yeah. And uh, so, so the best thing most men could do is actually just shut the fuck up and nod. Like if I give anybody, you, if you listen to this, like, yo, we're toxic and we're with child, just shut the fuck up and nod, bro. Shut the fuck up and not. I'm gonna tell you, it'll save you some heartache, it'll save you some drama, it'll save I, you for certain some trauma. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up and not. Now, what did you take from therapy when you when you went? I took from therapy that I wasn't as great as I thought I was. What you mean by that? Because you get mad in situations and you're like, hey, look what they didn't do. Mm. And yeah. that's human nature. Yeah. Look what they didn't do. And going to therapy. Was like, look what you didn't do. You know? Yeah. And uh when when I got to the point where I could like, oh shit. That's why like even now in some of my adult exchanges, I don't even feel bad for how I deal with people because I understand that in certain circumstances I'm absolutely wrong. But in certain circumstances, I'm also doing corrective things in behavior mm-hmm. so that we can like stop it. Or we can like move forward yeah. where either you fuck with me or you don't because that's just my personality or yeah, something yeah. along those lines. And uh and in therapy, I got a lot of, you know, I wasn't <coughs> part of as great as I thought I was. And I also understood that like for me personally, I needed to take steps back at certain moments and I never did. And and so where you think taking a step forward is gonna get you somewhere, yeah. it's getting you further away from where you think it's getting you. That's true, yeah. Truly is, and so that's 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 one thing I tell I tell I would tell anybody yo just you know, you're not as great as you think you are, and to make sure that you take a step back sometimes, yeah, all the time, shut yeah. the fuck up and not, especially if your partner is is uh is with child, you just shut the fuck up and not, bro. <laughs> just shut the fuck up, dude. Like, <laughs> that's it. What would you say is the biggest lesson learned from that relationship? Uh, that when you love, make sure you love gentle. Make sure you love with understanding. And make sure you love from a place of uh, love, not from a place of ego, pride, or power. Mm. Because when you inject your, your ego and your pride, and, you, and the love becomes about power over the partner and vice versa, it's just not it's not healthy love. You can love someone and not be yeah, healthy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you just don't want to take part in that. And this wasn't healthy at all. <laughs> it, it, like, I mean, and don't get it twisted. We had really amazing, healthy moments in yeah. spurs. I mean, you know, and she called me. I'll never forget what she called me. Just quick before we get out. I'll never forget she called me talking, hollering at other chicks. And it hit me standing at the store that I left my computer unlocked. And I like <laughs> ran back up the block <laughs> to the house. Breathing hella hard and got back and she wasn't really saying shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, she yeah, she went through that. Yeah. That's man. funny as hell. Because I was I was smart. I really wouldn't text him. I would just call him on Facebook. I'll say this now because we ain't together. Yeah. I would call him on Facebook, like when and then they would hit my phone type shit. Alright, so you wait, wait, hold on. I had a system. Yeah, I had a system. Cause I never wanted to make it look like I ever she never got my phone. Yeah. So yeah. that part I was safe from. But what I do is hit them like on a book, like when I went with them. When I went with her, she'll know this now. Yeah. She'll oh man, now, now she'll know. 
but I hit them, and then they know I wasn't with her. So you do a poke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hit them like the video call, like, yeah, hey, yeah. and they would hit my phone. So she'd be like, oh, you just hitting these bitches, and they not talking to me. No, they were talking to me. We just weren't communicating in a spot yeah, where you get, you could catch it. Yeah. Yeah, that's mad funny. Because I was sending smoke you signals. A, you had a whole signal. Yeah. yeah, like a whole fucking Indian out here, man. That's mad funny. For somebody going through a heartbreak or a breakup, what's some advice you would give them? Uh, man, just love yourself. I know that sounds super cliche, but if somebody's going to show you that they truly don't care about your heart, they're not really trying to rock with you like that, yeah. believe them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's meant to be, you know, if it's meant to be God's will, Allah's will, whoever's will you believe in will bring y'all back together. True, true. Now, how long did it take for you to bounce back to your normal self? After you know, that? Yeah, he was heartbroken and everything. That was a little heartbreak. I ain't gonna hold you. I was probably out of commission like four or five months. And then I was also dealing with somebody I had met at the time. Yeah. And so it wasn't fair to her, like even now in retrospect, because I loved her a lot, but I was also not giving certain parts of me because I was still heartbroken. Yeah. Dang. That took you a while. And then when you bounced back, you was your normal self. You was Yeah, and then my brother died and, and he sent me up a river. Dang. Yeah, because then the baby was due around the same time. My brother mm-hmm. passed. Did any of this um, inspire any music? Oh, it, it definitely did. I wrote this record called Computer Toxic Love. Computer Toxic? Love, yeah. Gotcha. Me and her. I'll just check it's, all of this out. Well, I pulled most of my catalog down. I'll be redistributing it, but that's a whole. Yeah, right, right. I, I signed a little distribution deal or whatever. So I pretty much took all my music down to work on this album. And then after I dropped this album, I released my old catalog. But I'm going to re-record songs and pick different songs to redo. Oh, that's dope. That's proper. dope. All right. Yeah. You're playing it smart. That's good. Yeah, like Don Tolliver did with some yeah, of his records. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, last but not least, the song you would like to dedicate to Third Ave. <sighs> some big pun. Some, uh, uh, <laughs> So some nah, Bronx, man. So some, I'm gonna go uh, real like high school pop vibes on the folks real quick. Still not a player. Uh, nah, <laughs> break even by the script. Break even. Yeah. By the script, like yeah. yeah. I'm trying to break even. I'm going back to the corner. Well, the man who can't be moved. Actually, I'll take that back. The man who can't be moved. That's the name of the song. The man who can't be moved by who? By the script. The script. I gotta find this. I I'm never going, heard of it. I'm going back to the corner where I first met you. I'm going. I never heard this song. Mm, I was sleeping back. I'm not gonna move. And I'm it's a pop song. So what about that song makes you think I'm of uh, dedicated to? Because the gist of it is being so in love with somebody that when you lose them and it finally hits you, yeah. Uh, at least it's what I got from the record. You want to go to where that place, and you want you pray to God that you see them again. Yeah. It's like when people were actually on Craigslist looking for missed connections. They do that. Oh man, you never heard the stories nah. they made movies about this shit, all kind of shit. And so like Craigslist was a whole era. You gotta. I like, I, 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 been, I sold my furniture on there, but I didn't know they did all that. Craigslist was like a Craigslist was like the pre. Pre Reddit, like yeah, yeah, I know. Key. Uh, but yeah, man, it was like this whole thing called misconnections, and you can go in there and like see if you like oh, post about somebody shit. you see, like yo, I saw. I ain't such never such know. Club. I know they were selling cooch on there. I know they I was, was doing everything on Craigslist. Damn. But you can find your lost love. That's Craigslist was the Walmart of the internet before. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, man. I like didn't the know that. like the communal Walmart for the internet. But yeah, man. So uh, with 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 that, I just that was that song. That song that speaks to me heavy. Got you. Do you wish you could and see her again? And heartbreak anniversary. I mean, in my heart of hearts, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, I'm a totally. I've been through some goofy shit since, but 
But I'm a different nigga as in like I know how to deal with certain stuff differently now. Gotcha. I'm in a different place. Uh, and it wouldn't be so much to get back with her. Like if we ever got back together, that'd be one thing. Mm. But it would nec- it would definitely be uh like like hey, yeah. like I know I hurt you, irregardless of how you treated me, mm. and I love you. Mm. And I love you, the person well, you What do you think she would say about you? Let's say she did my show. It'd be one or two things. She either hate me or love me or mm. I love me and still hate me. Gotcha. And 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 I don't even want to get into why I think that would be the case. But I think uh just personally, I would just tell her, hey, like we did some shit to each other. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of it, but the shit that we went through, nobody else would ever have to go through with me. But mm. also I love you. Like you made me a one hell of a man. Like my experiences mm. with you showed me some shit. I need to learn as a man. That's, yeah, that's love, always good. You took that yeah. from it. Yeah, like her love and definitely improved me as a man. The way she loved me for certain. Man, that's this. This is a funny episode. This it's real shit episode. though. It, it is your life. Yeah, man. Like, man, I wasn't expecting that. Cause that when you talk, you, you have some good points sometimes, but then I would never expect your love life to be like this. Yeah, that man. Because you say you toxic, I ain't know it was this toxic. Yeah, <laughs> toxic poppy. Look at this shit spinning. This is yeah. I had to change the sum rate on that shit. It'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, but, now, where can people find you? Man, hit me on Instagram at Hollywood Anderson. Like my Facebook page, Hollywood Anderson. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been laying low off that social media shit, but we about to get the engine back going. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube, Hollywood Anderson. Uh, Twitter, TikTok. I don't really be on there, but you know, Hollywood Anderson. Yeah. Uh, just show love where you can. Yeah, the mics are still hot. And shout out to, uh, we got to get this man a sponsorship. Apollo, get this man Llama an endorsement. Right, I need deal. some, right? Yeah, yeah. Got to get Llama <laughs> some, some hardware or a gear deal, something. Something. Because I'm mobile. I need some. We got to get you on a Charlemagne's podcast network. You know what I'm saying? Something. We got to get my man. We'll see. I, they gotta, the numbers got to be right because if Ray Joe moving, I don't trust nobody. <laughs> oh! I don't trust nothing. <laughs> But lava we'll throwing see. the joke shot. I'm just saying, like, Yo. I can't be, I, mean, I, like, I can't say that word. I can't be getting jerked out here. Yeah, no. No, they, they would definitely jerk you. Yeah. But nah, man, that's that's that that's 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 me, bro. I'm not, and I tell people this. I'm just like every other every other person on God's green earth. The only thing is, man, I got a cool job. You know, I'm blessed. People support what I do, but there's a human side to me that's flawed. Yeah. And both, uh, both flawed and both. Uh, very much just hard work and trying to be better because I know that there's room for improvement inside of me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not as great as I think I am in that area of life. Gotcha. Music or anything, I'm going to talk my shit till the sun comes up. Yeah. But as a lover, because like I said at the beginning, I got some of that reggae in me where I really love the music more than anything. And it sometimes takes over personal life mm-hmm. and how I deal with things in personal life and the motivations I'm using in personal life. Yeah. Not like I'm trying to jerk somebody, but when I'm in love, I will literally let certain shit happen to write a song. Yeah. And so... uh But you let certain shit happen to write a song? Yeah, I let certain shit go just so I could be passive, yeah. but I'm just going to write a song about it. Wow. You know? That, that can mess with people, though. And then yeah. they hear that, they be like, oh, like you're an asshole because you... I mean, call me an asshole, but what con- artist? Content. Uh-uh. But, but but what songwriters not writing about their wife, girlfriend, yeah. kids? But not letting cousin. things happen for for, for for content. 
I mean that too. You be, you be, you be, you know? Now I can't stand that bitch. Guess what? Hey, you got a song. <laughs> and you know, they, they hit with their producers like, yo, let's go to the studio right. Then you hear Ariana Grande singing it six months later, some crazy shit. Yeah. That's that's the nature of this beast. So I'm uh I'm just blessed and fortunate enough to be able to create, man. I'm grateful to all the fans who are listening to this, man. Shout out to y'all. I love y'all. Y'all make all this shit possible. Uh, we doing a million, two million plays a year. That's on y'all backs. I'm not promoting shit. Y'all know I'm not really on the internet crazy, so I fuck with yeah. y'all. And I appreciate y'all uh, for even coming to this pod to listen to my relationship drama. Yeah, this is, this is a wild one. But thank you, Hollywood, man. You signed up to, to tell your story. I need more men like you. I had a, I got a whole list ever since I put that post out. but And I, I was surprised by that because I'm like, it's the hardest thing to do. But I'm pretty sure the sisters, the young women, they the love. Women, they just, they just like run to me. Yeah. I got this nigga from, from Nashville. I want to talk about. I'm like, I want to talk about that nigga. Not a nigga from barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about him. The women just, they, they run to me. Yeah, they ready to drink. Yeah, that nigga, even huh? my my women friends, they be like, yo, I just got into a breakup. I had to come on your podcast. I'm like, uh, no, no. you, you <laughs> sitting here. Angry. Yeah, they breaking up for content. They trying to help you <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, you're not doing that. But the men. They, they don't want to talk sometimes. That's the hardest part. But thank you for coming on. Yeah, no worries. Been... Hey, fellas, open up. Share your fucking feelings. Man. Right, right, right. And that's been Views of an X. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Yes. That's good. <laughs>